0: Keep in mind, beloved, that we're looking at getting things the right way up, that all this is about him, not us. He initiates, we respond. The object of battle is victory and the object of victory is occupation. Jesus doesn't conceal his game plan. When he comes into our lives by his Holy Spirit, his object is twofold, to conquer our heart and occupy it in order that he may live his life through us. Understand, beloved, there was nothing in the old nature worth keeping. He had to crucify it. If we cling to the vain hope that there's something worth salvaging in our old nature, we're in for a shock to our pride at the very least, and we will make little or no progress in our spiritual lives. Nothing of the old can cohabit with the new. That's what we agreed when we went through the waters of baptism. To the extent we're in agreement with the old, we're still living the flesh life. One of the problems we often encounter, though, is that secretly we think we're not too bad. That is when we compare ourselves with those around us. And he must disabuse us of this idea. If he could have done the job with a little paint and wallpaper, he would have done so. And if that were the case, Jesus would never have had to die such a horrific death in our place. We must settle it that we're like Paul and we need to be able to say with him in Romans 7.18, for I know that nothing good lives in within the flesh of my fallen humanity. We need to admit to ourselves we're sinners and that as such we don't have a snowball's chance. We have to start from ground zero. Admitting our lack and looking to him to provide us with everything, not just some things, is key to bringing us into complete freedom from the self-centred life. Replacement Theology Not I, but Christ. So we can say with Paul, it's no longer I that lives, but Christ who lives in me. It's a spiritual law. He must increase, I must decrease. That's John the Baptist. Living the Sermon on the Mount is totally impossible to the natural man, which is why some commentators have said it isn't for this life, but for the life to come. Gadzooks, as they say, we won't need it in the next... Now is when we need it. The only way we're going to be able to love our neighbor as ourselves is if deep inside our life is completely removed and displaced by the life of Jesus. He alone can love the unlovely. He must be allowed to love them through us. He alone can be endlessly patient, kind, impartial. All he seeks is our willingness. Life in the spirit if you hadn't discovered it yet is about displacement and the will is the vehicle that moves us. Perhaps you will perhaps you won't. The will is the pivot. He said to Israel if you are willing and obedient you will eat of the fat of the land if you're willing. How's it working out for you then?